I think as DMs, we think that we do an amazing job. Or you think that you do a terrible job. Rarely do we think that we did okay or mediocre. And I think it's a great idea for us to get feedback. Welcome back to the Game Masters Academy. This is the show where we strive to help you make every one of your sessions great. Thank you for joining me. My name is Greg, and I am so happy that you are here. So what prompted this episode was the server that I play on is a smaller server with a lot of uh, different individuals that are playing on it, but a lot of them are invested into their characters and whatnot. And we did an event that spanned the entire city that acts as the hub for the server, and uh, we, we spent some time after the event finalized and just really tried to get some feedback from players. And as I was thinking about all of that, I was thinking about a game that I'm currently running, and when I was thinking about that game, I realized that the only thing that the party has done are run infiltration missions. And now there's been a lot of turnover in this party, and so most of the individuals that are in it don't realize that that's all that that has been run. But just running the same type of mission over and over again can get stale. And honestly, I don't know how that happened, because I had it planned in an entirely different way. But as always, things kind of change, and when you go into uh, making things up on the fly, sometimes it becomes a little bit more uh, repetitive than you truly intend. And so, here we are. And so what I want to do is just talk about um, a little bit, I have an idea of a check-in. And so this is something that I think that we don't do enough of as DMs. And uh, I think it's something that your players would appreciate, even if everything that they have to say is good. And so what I mean by that is, Every once in a while, uh, if you're on Milestone, maybe every three or four levels, if you're on uh, Experience, uh, then it's a session, obviously a little bit more session-based. But just before you actually start the session, pull your a party aside and try to have an honest conversation with them where they can feel like they can provide uh, actual feedback. And not have it, I guess the idea is make sure that it feels like it's safe so that way they can be honest and open with you. And if you approach it as though you're trying to become a better DM, then I think that you'll get uh, the responses that we're looking for. But I, I have some questions that I think that you can ask your party. And based on the way that they answer can determine how we're doing overall as their DM. So, to start things off, let's look at question number one. What things made you feel uncomfortable? Now, when we ask this question, you'll notice the way that it is worded. It is worded in a way that we assume there is something. Uh, I did that on purpose, and the reasoning behind that is... 
I want people to feel as though they have the ability to explain any issues that they have. And if I ask, did something make you feel uncomfortable? Their knee-jerk reaction, before they even think about it, is going to just be no, because that's how people work. But if I've removed this idea that there's a possibility that I didn't, and I just ask them, what did I do that made them feel uncomfortable? It potentially opens the floor for them to be more honest in their answers. And so I want to make sure that I am aware of what's going on as far as comfortability level within the campaign. Um, session zero should have been something that would prevent this from happening. Uh, I run a, another game where there's high crime and brothels and things along those lines. And you know I've made it very clear we're not going to go into any kind of uh, crazy details, but those things exist. And if the party goes there to gather information, I want to make sure that the barest minimum of details is not still too much for individuals. And so the easiest way for me to be able to do that is by asking, well, what have I done that has made you feel uncomfortable? And we want to encourage, this is this is not a time to try to defend it or anything along those lines. We're just asking the question and then let them have the answer, let them give the answer to us. And I'll probably take notes and, and write it down as they're explaining what the issue was. Uh, and then, um, you know, go from there. But I don't I don't want to ask that question, have them start to say something and then start defending my actions right away because now it's two people against each other as opposed to me just looking for feedback on the situation that has uh, that has been happening and how the game has been going. So that first one is really just about making sure every single person at your table still feels comfortable, still feels good that when we talked about our veils and lines and you know safety language and things along those lines, that we um, had the same vision for how the campaign would be run as what their expectations were. Question number two would be, how could I make combat more engaging? Now, this is again specifically worded in a way to assume that it is not engaging and that it needs to be more engaging. And you very well could get your uh, party to tell you that combat's super engaging and that they love it. Great. But when we assume that there is an issue, we've removed the opportunity for them to just knee-jerk reaction say, oh no, everything is fine in an effort to potentially not hurt your feelings. Not only that, but you could have super engaging combat and still find ways to make it more engaging. And so combat shouldn't be boring. Uh, stakes should be high. It should be rewarding when you're able to overcome a difficult challenge. And it should be intuitive, but yet at the same time, a puzzle. You know, potentially there's extra things that could be done to make the combats easier. Uh, things along those lines to give uh, a challenge that might not just be the combat itself, but alternative ways to resolve combat. And so when we give them the opportunity to express how they could, uh, or I guess how we could make combat more engaging, you might get a great idea that you hadn't thought of yourself that could be more fun for everybody at the table. So that's that's question number two. Uh, question number three would be, 
Do you feel a connection to your character? And so what we're looking for here is you might have a great character concept as far as a combat build, but if you don't have a good story for your character, it's very hard to get into the character and it's potentially hard for you to want to do anything other than just hit things. Uh, obviously, if you're playing a barbarian, that's potentially the character. Uh, but for some of us, uh, I'd say for most of us, the connection that we have to our character and how we can play them uh, is something that we need to make sure that is easily done. Uh, there's been a couple different situations where uh, a player had a real hard time getting into the character and it was causing them to distance themselves kind of from the overall table. And the individual just did not gel with the way that they had created this character and changing the way they played the character didn't feel right for them. And so I just asked them if they wanted to change their character to something different. And the only way that that would have been something that was uncovered is through the conversation. But I don't want to f make somebody feel like they have to play something that they don't enjoy. And if you're not connecting to the character that you've created and you're not um, really getting into it, you're not going to participate. And if you're not participating and you're not enjoying it as much, you probably aren't going to want to be there and then you're just going to end up having people leave. And so uh, the idea of forcing somebody to stick with the thing that they've done. Now, if you've got somebody that's not connecting to their character five times in five levels, that's not what I'm talking about here. But if you've got somebody that's been playing a character and they're five levels in and they realize they just don't like this thing that they've created, then I don't see anything wrong with working with that player and allowing them to create a new character that is something more along the lines of what they would enjoy. And then obviously that means that it would get them more involved with the rest of the party and role play and things along those lines. So that character connection is important. And this isn't really one that I can do as a DM a whole lot to help with. Now, I can help provide additional plot hooks and story arcs and things along those lines, but I can't make somebody enjoy playing their character more uh, without really catering what we're doing specifically to try to help them enjoy it more. And that's always a, a slippery slope because at that point, it's going to be much... I'm potentially playing favorites and then... Uh, neglecting the other characters around the table. So that's question number three. Question number four would be, what can I do to help you complete the story arc of your character? And again, this is another one of those situations where we want to make sure we're using open-ended language. This isn't something that you can just say no to. Um, not, you know, can I help you with that? But what can I do? to help you complete the story arc for your character. Maybe they're playing a barbarian that doesn't talk that much, but there's still potentially a story arc there of what they've envisioned their character uh, to do. Uh, you could also be playing something that is very RP-focused, um, whether it's a face character or something with a really elaborate backstory. And 
need additional, you know, tidbits of information or additional pushes in the right direction to help that uh, player finalize the story for the character that they've created. But again, opening this up and allowing the players to express to you the things that they need from their DM um, just can make the game more enjoyable for everyone. You know, sometimes as players, uh, they will want to keep things secret from the DM, which always baffles my mind. My job as a DM is to try, and I should say our job, is to try to help the characters play out their character stories and build uh, an adventure together. It is not player versus DM. It should be two people or two groups working together to tell a great story. Now, I'm not going to tell them plot twists or secrets or things along those lines, but the idea that they feel like they can't tell me what their goal is for their character because of some repercussions that I'm going to then force down upon them um, tells me more about me than it does about them because that's potentially me at some point having caused them to feel like they cannot express what it is that they feel like their character should be doing. So again, we want to make sure that there's a a good, open, honest communication here so that way we can uh, help uh, players um, complete the arcs for their characters and get a fulfilling story out of their character. Even the barbarian. Maybe the barbarian's story arc is just by being as famous as possible because he's killed everything, you know, his barbarian tribe will provide him with more recognition. Very simple. There's not a whole lot going on there. You know, we always joke about barbarians and their their role play or their story is just to hit stuff, but you know, some people lean into that. So Okay, so the next kind of piggybacking off of this, um I the next question is does the RP or does the role play portion of this campaign match your expectations? And so individuals coming into your game, when they hear session zero and they hear what it is that you're wanting to run, they envision that in their mind. And then after they've been playing it for a while, they're looking at what they envisioned and they're comparing it to what they got. And then the bigger the gap between what they thought and what they have, the bigger the chance that it is a disparity. Now, it could be that they thought it was going to be one way and it was way better. Um, but if it's they thought it was going to be one way and it was way worse, we want to give them the opportunity before we lose the player to express the differences that they have or that are there. Uh, give them a chance to say they want more or less role play or just say that, you know, I, I don't like the way that you run this particular facet of role play. And it just, we want to give them the opportunity to talk about that, not just about boring combat, but also about the way that you interact with the world and the way that you present the world to them for an opportunity for them to be able to latch onto it and then interact in it. Uh, one of the things that uh, happened uh, a while back for me, I was uh, mid-quest and I, I could just tell that the party did not have the same level of enthusiasm towards this quest as they had when they first started it. 
And I should have stopped and just asked, like, what's happened? You know, what did I do wrong? Where did we go? What, what the situation was? But I, we basically struggled through it, um, finalized the quest, and I realized that what was happening was I was not providing enough substance for them to work with. So they could work with each other, but to really get a good grasp on the adventure or the particular quest that they were on, I needed to provide more flavorful descriptions of what was going on. I needed to explain more about what was happening, things along those lines, uh, to really give them a good basis of the world that I was presenting them to play in. And so... What we're trying to do is get that type of information out of them. Am I in a situation where I'm not providing enough description? Am I in a situation where I'm providing too much description? And it's getting so bogged down with all of these additional details that you really forget what it is that you're trying to do. And so just depending on where we fall, we want to make sure that they have the opportunity to explain like, hey... It would be better if we did it like this, or when you do this, it's really annoying, and I wish you didn't, type of a deal. Uh, And then uh, the next question, so question number five, uh, no. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. Question number six, what's the one thing you wish I would include more often? And so you go around the table and you are going to get probably a wide variety. You're going to have individuals that are like, oh, I wish we had more combat. And you're going to get other individuals that are like, I think we have too much combat. I wish we had more role playing. Or I wish we had more random side quests that we could do while we were doing the main quest, whatever. But the idea of, you know, what is the the one thing that you wish I would include more often gives people an opportunity to let you know exactly what's missing from the campaign. And you could run into a situation where it's completely opposite for players, but it's still that would tell you, okay, well, sometimes I need to have an entire role play session. And other times, I need to have a session where it's just combat, 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 and the stakes are super high to be able to help balance that. If I'm just, you know, um, role play and then one combat, I'm not doing enough role play for the role play person, and I'm not doing enough combat for the combat person, neither one of them are happy. Whereas if it's a really intense and intricate role play that's going on, And then the next time, it's a really, really high-stakes, multi-encounter combat situation. Both of them are able to then receive the the specifics that they need to really enjoy the game. And so we want to ask this question and go around. Uh, I I would ask this question 
uh, more pointed. And so what I mean by that is, you know, a lot of these other questions are just a general, like, open discussion around a table. Um, everybody's kind of throwing ideas out. I'm going to take notes type of a deal. With this one, I would really want to go around and individually ask individuals like, hey, you know, Bob, what's the one thing that you wish I would do more often? And Sally, what's the thing that you wish I would do more often? And just really just kind of dial into the individual and make it feel like it's not a group think type of a deal, that it's a specific to them and that you're trying to understand how you can make the game more enjoyable for the one person in that moment that you're talking to. And then that is the perfect segue into the very last question. And the very last question that I want to ask is, are you having fun? Because realistically, at the end of the day, that's the only thing that matters. Am I breaking the rules? Maybe. Are you breaking the rules? Also possible. Is everybody having fun and no one thinks no one's, uh, that someone specifically is cheating? Well, at the end of the day, if everyone's having fun, we're all good. I'm just using that as an example. But the point here is, is everyone enjoying their time? You know, especially if you meet in person. If you're meeting in person, that means that they have to plan their day around it, drive to the meetup location, get snacks and stuff along those lines, spend three hours together, and hopefully at the end of those three hours, they've enjoyed the whole entire thing that they're excited to do it again. The last thing I want is to feel like, and for them to feel like, that all of the effort that they're putting in to meet up and play is worthless. It doesn't give them what it is that they're trying to do. And so we want to make sure that people are having fun and that they're enjoying themselves and that they're building camaraderie and companionship with their fellow players and that they're you know doing all of those things. Now, your job as a DM is not to make it so that they're having fun. Your job is to do all of the other stuff like I asked about. Because if I do all of those other things, then the fun will just come. But if I chase fun, you'll never get it. And so I want to make sure that they're comfortable. I want to make sure that people are engaged in combat and the stakes are high. I want to make sure that they have a connection to their character and that I can help them complete the story arc for their background, uh, the character story type of a deal. I want to feel. I want them to feel like they are being able to interact as their character as much as they want to do. And if there's anything that's missing from that, I want to make sure that I know what it is, so that way I can hopefully add that in to make the experience better. If I do all of those things, then realistically speaking, it's pretty hard for an individual that's got all of those things going on to not be having fun. But if I just try to chase fun, I don't really know what it is that individuals potentially are looking for to be considered fun. So I ask the other questions, I solve those other questions and uh, you know, approach the methods to make those work. And if I do a good job doing that, the fun should just be a byproduct of that. I think that we have a tendency to try to make our games fun and in attempting to try to make the games fun, we actually lose sight of what it is that the fun is. And so um, work with your players, 
uh, set aside an opportunity to to do this. Um, and I think it's a good idea to kind of prompt them with this at the end of a session. Hey, just so you guys know, uh, next week when we get together, uh, I want to just kind of take a small little break before we start the session. Game that will we'll end at the same time, so we'll have a little bit of a shorter session. Um, and I just want to do a general just check-in to see how everybody's feeling about the campaign. These are the questions that I'm going to be asking, um, just so that way you have an idea. You can think about it if there's anything going on. You know, Maybe you'll email everybody ahead of time or shoot them a text message um, just so they have the questions. And then uh, have your session end that way. And then obviously the next session would begin with this roundtable discussion, open floor type of a deal where people can provide this to you. And one of the things that's great about this is when you open yourself up to criticism, it's going to help you get better, but it also helps the party recognize that you're trying to make it as enjoyable for them as possible. And so when things don't go perfectly, you have a lot, there's, you basically are getting ability to get a little bit of leeway. And so that way, if things don't go perfectly, you're not just going to have somebody just get so frustrated, they give up mid session, or they end up trying to quit things along those lines. So Again, questions to ask, uh, and this is mid-campaign, and I would do this. I, I'm gonna. I want to do this multiple times. So maybe it's level four, level eight, level twelve on ASIs. We're gonna do this, and obviously the first one will probably be a little bit of a longer question type session than the last ones, just because they've already seen the question, they know what you're gonna ask, and so you can just do a little check-in, get make sure you're getting feedback from everybody. And hopefully you can not become defensive and take it, uh, take the criticism and and learn from it. Uh, I don't think any of us are perfect at being a dungeon master, and so it gives us a chance to hone our skills and get better. Uh, I hope that you are able to find room to take a break, uh, slow the game down a little bit, ask some questions, make sure all your players are engaged and uh, do everything that's possible to uh, keep all of the people at your table as uh, happy and engaged as uh, is able. I, I hope you have a great rest of your week. Uh, if you don't have a good week, hang in there, and uh, hopefully things will start looking up for you. And thank you for joining me. Please check in with your players. Make sure that they're having a great time. And as always, let's let the dice decide.